much more interesting story to take someone who hasn't got an opportunity, who has who has been denied one, and, and say, hey, here's your opportunity, here's your moment, go play your music. It's special. So I hear AEW is for everyone. Well, Sunny Kiss is for everyone. Um, last thing we want to talk about in this was um, have our have Mike and Ox's wrestling corner. Wrestling. Uh, AEW. Ding, ding. Do they have a bell? Yeah. We're going to just. Uh, Does it mean anything? That's all I got. There's no rounds, is there? Oh, the bell now just says start and end. Oh. Just, it's all, it's fights there. But um, a new promotion called AEW uh, had their first official pay-per-view uh, last Sunday or last Saturday. And Mike sent us the poster, and I was literally confused. I didn't know if you were sending me something wrestling or something that was porn. And I said yes. The answer to both I, is I, correct. I accepted it. Yes, to be honest. Um, I said, yeah. "Oh, I will tab this for later." Yeah, last week <laughs> we uh, we weren't able to record because I spent uh, Memorial Day weekend in Las Vegas watching AEW and doing other Root things, beer. but mainly watching AEW. Root and, beer. Uh, what root beer? A and W? No, AEW. <laughs> not AEW. All Elite Wrestling. Uh, so the quick backstory on AEW is it's a group of, I guess, group of friends uh, that were either ex-WWE guys or never were in WWE and really like really darlings of the indie circuits, which are in a huge upswing right now. Because that's what you were watching earlier, that circus right. one? That was like, oh, that was super indie. Like okay. that, there's like, there's high school gymnasium indie. <laughs> there's what we were watching that video of earlier. And then there's this kind of in between now where it is definite production values but still like nowhere near the level of like a WWE. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where a lot of the most exciting stuff in wrestling is coming from right now. That's where you're getting a lot of smaller, like way more uh, athletic guys. That's kind of what it looks like now. It's like WWE is, has always been like the bodybuilder place. It's like where you get the giant yoked psychopaths. With the hot dog skin. Yeah. And then all the indies have been where you see like smaller, more athletic, like guys who could actually do cardio for more than five minutes and not die. Um, Lucha, Lucha Underground. That was the one I was trying to oh, talk Lucha about. Yeah, oh, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. You were talking about someone doing oh, flips over here. And I, was I love Lucha Underground so much. The guy with the, the cheetah mask or whatever, just, all he Puma. does is flip. Prince Puma. Puma. Yeah, he's, he's in Ricochet. WWE now. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Is he's, he in WWE? Yeah, he's uh, yeah. now Ricochet. He's like the he only one, mask. really. <laughs> Have you guys watched Mucha Lucha? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ricochet. Um... Yeah, it was a like Fox cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Was it the Flea? Yeah, yeah. Okay, no. And something girl. But uh, yeah, so AEW uh, last year, this uh, there's a guy who's written about wrestling forever named Dave Meltzer, and he's real active on Twitter. He's the guy that always breaks all the news, like all the real scoop, because what you see from WWE is like what they want you to see. So he's the guy yeah. that's like, their contracts are up and this is happening. Okay, so like actual news. Yeah, he's the actual news guy. Okay. He, he runs the dirt sheets. And uh, somebody on Twitter asked him, like, what do you think the odds are that a non-WWE event could sell at an arena and he was like oh not very good and so this dude named cody rhodes he is a legacy wrestler his dad was dusty rhodes the uh, american dream 
um, which even if you don't know who Dusty Rhodes is I, is, I guarantee if you just do a Google search for him, you see a picture, you'll be like, oh yeah, that dude, I know who that is. Dusty Buttons. Um, his brother is Goldust, the I, super classic one, yeah. WWE wrestler that everybody knows. Um, he very famously left WWE a couple years ago, very dissatisfied with his trajectory there, what they were forcing him to do. And he proved that you don't have to work for them to be successful because he went and took his character over himself, became became himself. He just wrestles as Cody. Um, got in tight with another group of like fairly disenfranchised wrestlers that never wanted to join WWE. Dusty Rhodes is the fattest wrestler I've ever seen. And he's just, he's so charismatic and he has the greatest lisp. Um, but he, uh, he and this group called the, uh, the Young Bucks and their friend Kenny Omega, uh, the latter of which were all part of a thing in Japan called the Bullet Club, which was just essentially a reskin of NWO, but done really interestingly in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, they made they did a show last year called All In in Chicago, and it sold out in record time. It was the first four time minutes. It, something that crazy. was this year's was four minutes. Last okay. year's I think it was half an hour. Okay, so yeah, but um, first time. it was also the first time an independent wrestling promotion sold out an arena. So they do that. That apparently drew the attention of uh, the Khan family, the people who really hate Kirk and no, uh, the guys who own the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I can't remember the father's name, but he's the actual owner. And he, his son Tony Khan. Hmm saw what they did and I guess approached them and they made a new company called All Elite Wrestling. Shahid? Yes, Shahid Khan. Um, so it's got, it's the first time an independent wrestling company has like legitimate billionaire money behind it since WWE versus WCW and their first show was in Vegas last weekend and it was the best wrestling show I have seen in probably a decade. And then I don't, I don't know a whole lot about wrestling. Like I, I watched some as a kid i just never got into it never follow around storylines be our lay person ask us questions yeah so what was uh wwe or f or whatever it is now is like competitors back in the day it was like wcw wcw so and then they what they they kind of like ate them right like they yeah so uh, here's here's a very very quick and abridged history of wrestling uh, wrestling used to work on a region system, so there were a bunch of wrestling in ancient Greece. Yes, in ancient Greece, they would get all greased up. No, um, <laughs> so wrestling used to work in a region system where there were uh, there were the territories. So right, because I watched the Andre the Giant documentary. Right, goes and, yeah. so it talks about him where that he uh, goes territory to territory and like doesn't work for one company, but mm-hmm. it's always the same guy. So the reason Vince McMahon got so big and WWE became so big was that he was the first, because it's all like old carnies. These are old carnival people. He was the first person to bring into the modern era, and what he started doing was buying up promotions and uniting them under one core umbrella. Mm-hmm. And he hit a point where he had no competition. And so he could dictate He could dictate everything. He could tell you what wrestlers got paid. He did all the stories. So everything ran through him. Ted Turner then started funding uh, one of the few holdout indies, which was NWA. And I don't know the exact details. It either got transformed into something happened. It mutated into essentially what we know as WCW, which is around forever. But it was still a very Southern promotion. Like it had national coverage on TV. It was a, it was a big deal. But they were just known as like the, the like shit kicker mm-hmm. group down there that had Dusty Rhodes and had like the old school boys. Um, at one point, they hire... There's a bunch of things that leads to it, but the biggest thing is they hire Hulk Hogan right. away from WWE. Yeah, and that's when he was like Hollywood Hulk Hogan? No, he no? was still regular Hulk Hogan okay. for a while. And then they got like Macho Man to go over there and it became yeah. like the WWF old folks home. Like every wrestler <laughs> past their prime showed up in WCW. Uh-huh. 
and they would have just stayed that forever. But then they got some people in charge that got really hyper aggressive. You, uh, if you ever want to read or watch a really good but very biased show about it, there's a thing on the, the WWE Network called Monday Night Wars, where it's just a documentary series where they break down like the streak that led to WCW beating WWE consistently in the ratings. Mm-hmm. Bunch of stuff happens. WCW flies too close to the sun. Their their wings burn and the company goes down in flames. WWE buys them, becomes a monopoly again for years now. Until now. Right. And so then what happened is now we're seeing a very similar story where there's been a lot of independent circuits all around the world. Um, and they've had the same wrestling group that'll bounce circuit to circuit and do the same stuff they used to do mm-hmm. back in the day. And then AEW just popped up and goes, well, hey, well, they're, they're sadly, their really like forward mission statement is that of equality, like paying the wrestlers good wages, like having um, more equal pay for different classes of wrestlers, mm-hmm. treating the female wrestlers exactly the same way they treat the male wrestlers and not just kind of making it where it's like tits out there doing their <laughs> thing. And then the real wrestling happens over yeah, here. It's all the sure same. You walk over that rope real nice. Yeah, and then also like respecting like Japanese style wrestling, which is mm-hmm. wildly different than Mexican style luchador wrestling, right. which is wildly different than American. I think I've seen Japanese style. I know it's big over there. I oh, didn't it's know it was so like a different cool. style. Um and that was what was really cool about the event I went to is that every match showcased a whole different kind of wrestling. Mm-hmm. There was like a clinic on tag team wrestling where you got to see like, oh, this is why tag team wrestling is great. The Lucha Brothers, uh, Phoenix. Oh, man. And, yeah, two um, guys from Lucha Underground. Okay. Uh, Pentagon Jr. God, they were my favorite on Lucha Underground. By far my favorite, uh, and, including Puma as well. But they showcased what Mexican wrestling was. Yeah. And it's acrobatic. It is high flying. It is flips. It's it is loud, timing. Like just is fast. I Getting just, the crowd into it. Like, I mean, that was also the a great crowd. But like, man, that was intense. It reminds me of the Ramses just died from uh, Nacho Libre. I, oh, I forgot pour, about that. Yeah. Pour one out. <laughs> pour one out. Um, but yeah, so I mean, all around, it was a really... It sounds cool. How how do you like? Where can I see it? Is streaming or so right is it now? On networks right right. Oh, it's my microphone. There's the entire <laughs> apparatus in front of you. I know. I forgot. <laughs> um, that's how natural this is. So right now they just did their first pay per view. It was on like Fight dot com or something. Something weird. Yeah. And Bleacher Report. You could like Google get it. From Bleacher it. How much Report. was it? Fifty. Yeah, forty nine ninety nine, which was yeah. a big deal because they were like. It looks like Matt's not getting into wrestling. Well, so they were like, hey, that you can't charge that. Like, that's insane. And they, it was more of an experiment. And apparently their buy-in was really good on it. Um, it was the first one, too. Like, yeah. Can uh, I watch it on Twitch? I'm sure you can find it. Oh, no. That, that's where you watch Impact Wrestling. The mm. other thing that thought they were going to take on WWE and failed so bad so many times over. They tried. They tried to partner with Lucha Underground, too. You want to feel bad about Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins? Look at Billy Corgan's time as a writer <laughs> in Impact Wrestling. I just think of the, there's this oh. video of a just ro- simple roller coaster ride. And it's supposed to be Billy Corgan on the roller coaster. The just wee, yeah. and that's it. Oh, it's so good. But um, yeah. I mean, so there's that's the whole storyline behind. It. Oh, I just opened up my internet browser. And I was like, why do I have so many tabs to say erection? It <laughs> really, really surprised me. I'm not going to put the reason in the episode too. No, no. Look, guys, <laughs> this is just what I look at. It's cool. So there's a scale of uh, hardness. I just I just closed it. Um. But yeah, so aside from the whole backstory as to why it happened, it happened, and it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was like legitimately really great. Um, I'm not going to go over every single match, obviously, because that's going to take too long. But they started with a battle royale that was free on a. If you like had Bleacher Report, you could just stream it on there, mm-hmm. and that did a really good job of showcasing just so many different styles of indie wrestlers. Um, 
Just reach from, the mic. No, I'm afraid I'll touch it. So I'm <laughs> definitely touch it the other way. Uh, showcasing a ton of indie wrestlers from like the real like, not not to make it sound like a pejorative, but the real wrestlers versus like the gimmicky ones. So like, there's like, a guy there was a dude wrestling, no wrestling or like there was a dude who wrestled that has no legs. Yeah, and yeah. he got the shit beat out of him in the corner. And the the main villain who really showed well through this whole event literally yelled. Like something about you need help, Lieutenant Dan Adam. It was <laughs> incredible. And then Back the guy on did forty nine dollars. Then he did a six one nine on a guy, which was pretty great. Um, can I watch this like after now? You can watch it. It's all on YouTube. You okay. can watch what? this entire oh, battle royale. What's the guy's on. name? The Dragon uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. Oh, best I heard name. about him. Yeah, best Luchasaurus. Name. I didn't hear about uh, Austin that guy. from Big Brother Seventeen. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he was really awesome in it. Uh, big deal was a uh, Hangman Page. It's indie darling showed up, and everyone was really stoked about that. Um, Do you feel that this is bringing something that the uh, WWE is missing? Oh, 100%, because this is bringing wrestling. Because that's the biggest problem I have with WWE. I don't really watch anymore because Raw's three hours long. Mm -hmm. I assume it's stale at this point. It's super stale. And then if you watch it, they have every major wrestler in the world under their umbrella, but you only ever see the same five. Right. Um, You'll watch a three-hour episode of Raw and actually see 15 minutes of wrestling, if that. And it's always the same matches. It's all like they seem to think the stories, the it's, soap opera is what people want to see. Okay. So and like, I get what wrestling is. It's stupid, fake, grown up, like boy. Yeah. Soap, uh, opera. soap opera. But like, they're not making the marriage anymore. Um, and this, this show told more story in the matches with characters that you've never, like nobody knows who Luchasaurus is. Mm -hmm. But after this, everyone wants to see Luchasaurus do stuff. And then how... Um, I always got confused with like how often wrestling airs because they have like what like Raw, SmackDown, Jesus. and they're all like different. If you things, watch WWE, stations. it airs all the effing time. What about this one though? Like, is so this like this a once is, a week? It's going to be month? once a week. So okay. they'll do a monthly. It sounds like they'll probably do monthly pay per views, but starting in October, they just signed a deal with TNT to actually have a weekly show. So on that's going to be huge. That's that's huge. I'm very excited for that show because even for me, I mean, I used to be my my part with wrestling was Degeneration X. Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm -hmm. The Rock, The Attitude Era, you know? And as soon as it became Raw and SmackDown, I I didn't have enough time. Like You have to watch nothing but wrestling yeah. to follow and wrestling. Now there's NXT, there's 205, there's, there's so many different, and I can't keep track of all these, these wrestlers, their story, et cetera, mm -hmm. you know? And I watched the, I wasn't there in Las Vegas, but I did watch it. Um, and I, I thought the production was good. I yeah, thought it, was, it was obviously there, their first show. It was the first show. There were some errors. Some people were cut. Yeah, sometimes the camera was just, it, it killed me watching it after the fact because I'm like sitting there going like, I know what happened right now and you <laughs> missed it because they had the camera on the wrong guy. Yeah. And, and so there was definitely some production error um, errors in there, but it, overall it was great. None of the... the you know, in wrestling, you, you know that's entertainment. You kind of expect certain people to win. Mm -hmm. And nothing really – it never surprised me. I was like, okay, they were supposed to win. Uh, that's who I thought was going to win. Yeah. Okay. But they did such a good job with two things. They always had a twist to all the major events. Um, but um, part of the two part is that it extended the storyline to want you to – you want to know more. You want like more from it. Stuff yeah, yeah. Everything stuff. in a way where I want to know what happens next to okay. the characters in the match. Yeah, and that was really what separated a lot of this from WWE. I mean, I watched WrestleMania, 
I'm I'll always watch WrestleMania if I have the time and I'm I'm not have I don't have anything planned, you know, I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. it. But WrestleMania is like, oh cool, that's a one off. Like that ends there. Right. There was nothing more that I wanted to watch. There's nothing more that came from it. I mean, Brock is gonna win. Big deal. Undertaker is like seventy years old and <laughs> still in it. I mean, they're bringing these guys that they're are doing an event in Saudi Arabia next week where it's it's headlined by Undertaker versus Goldberg, which like 15 year old me would have been freaking the hell out over mm-hmm. mm-hmm. grown ass me is looking at going like the combined age of the two men in the ring is 106 years old. That is very not okay. That's an honest you. answer, right? Yeah, they're That's actually 106. 106 52 combined. and 54. Jesus. I don't want to watch that. Honestly, yeah. I'd rather them be a coach. Of, they did. Like they did. Five times this month. Saudi Arabian money. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to get into the Saudi Arabia controversy. With the is, there's yes. some, there's some shit going on there that is not okay. But it turns out Saudi Arabian money will pay for anybody to come out of retirement. God, they have money, and they're using WWE as their own entertainment. But uh, the thing I'm the most excited about with AEW too is that, like, they again, like they're paying the wrestlers a fair wage. They mm-hmm. have health care, which is a huge deal. Yeah, for something like that, that's yeah. what like yeah. made me upset with like the Andre the Giant stuff. Yeah, if yeah, they so- come out with a women's tag team before WWE, God. It took them so long. I mean, even Lucha Underground had a triple tag team titles, and one of the first one was two males, one female. Here's the craziest thing. WWE currently has a women's tag team. You wouldn't know it, though, because they've had one good set of uh, matches, and they pretended it was there. excited. It was... Um, That's right. I totally forgot about that. Even Sasha happened. Banks and Bailey, who they really went to bat, practiced really hard, became the champs, had it taken away from them too early, and now Sasha Banks is, looks like sitting out her contract. Iconic, right? Iconics? Yeah, Iconics, well, which is great. They're an awesome team, but yeah. it, then as yeah. soon as they had it, nothing's happened with it since. Yeah. That's uh, forgot. I honestly forgot all about it. They're also being real big about... Um, they're, they're really, really adhering to inclusivity and not just saying that they are, but like really showing it by... In the 21-man... Battle Royale that started the, the match. There is a wrestler that came out. And now this was my litmus test for the whole night. And I, for the life of me, cannot remember his name. I'll look it up in a little bit. But he is very flamboyant, but not like 80s style WWE Velvet? flamboyant. It is like modern. Like this dude comes out like the guy next to me thought he was a woman <laughs> when he came out. And his big movie did was he uh, got Tommy Dreamer, the old school ECW guy. And his move is he jumps up on the turnbuckle, grabs you with his feet, and punches your face over and over with his butt. <laughs> um, and it is exactly as cool as it sounds. But uh, I've seen that though. That's like a Japanese thing. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. And I was real. And but he also comes out and he's very like, just everything about him is very feminine, hmm. but not like making fun of feminine. Right. Very embracing who he is, feminine. And I was like really worried when he came out, and I'm like in this crowd of a bunch of like white, like white hardcore yeah. well, team. No, Velveteen Dream is amazing, Velveteen, but yeah. he's in NXT. It's I keep wanting to say Sunny, but it's not Sunny. Hmm. Sure. Um, Sunny Days is a different dude who was the big guy who had the goal or the yellow face. But um, I was really like, oh, the crowd's going to eat him up or they're going to start a chant that's going to upset me. <laughs> and no one did. And everyone was super into it. And everyone just, it wasn't a thing. No, The best thing about it was that it wasn't a thing. Mike so pile drive the child though. Well, so <laughs> then to fast forward to a little bit later, there was a really good... Uh, what was supposed to be a three-way women's match that uh, they did a surprise fourth entrant in it. It was a woman by the name of Awesome Kong who's from... Uh, she was WWE for a minute, big on indie, was in Impact. Uh, she also is an actress in the show Glow on Netflix. Mm-hmm. She is the very large black woman in there. 
heard that's a good show. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, really good show. Really um, good. She's really great in it. Old podcast. I actually interviewed one of the original Glow wrestlers, too. So it's based on a, Kelly, a yeah. true... Yeah, it's true, based on like an actual no. 1980s promotion. Yeah, California girl. That's why I interviewed. She's really awesome. But um, she showed up and it was great. And uh, one of the women in the match is, also, is a trans woman. Mm-hmm. And that was another part where I was like, oh, God, let's see how this crowd handles it. Crowd handled it fine, with the exception of one person who happened to be sitting directly next to me. And I let it go for a while, and he was just, he just kept like spouting stuff off that was really frustrating to hear at first, but I was like, whatever, you're one voice in a crowd, like, who cares? And then he was just getting louder and more obnoxious, and I finally had enough of it, and I just, like, very matter of factly turned to him, tapped him on the shoulder, and said, Hey, dude, can you knock transphobic bullshit off? We're trying to have a good time. And he got real quiet and just go, starts going like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to have a good time, trying to have a good time. And I'm like, cool, we all are, and you're, you're making it hard for us, so just settle it down. And then he starts doing this high-pitched laugh, and my favorite thing to do to people that are either... I always call this the comeback to the I'm not racist, but... Right. Is uh, dig in and be like, well, what do you mean? No, no, like, I don't understand. What do you mean by that? Just keep saying that mm-hmm. and make them explain it, because all of a sudden, they'll hit a point where they're like, oh, I'm sorry. So I started doing that to this kid because he got real quiet. And so at one point he starts laughing really like a really awkward high pitched laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so I just like tapped him on the shoulder. I was like, Hey man, I can't help but notice that you're laughing a little bit weird. He's like, I'm just trying to have a good time. And I was like, no, but I mean, your laugh seems weird. And he was like, well, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to have a good time the way you want me to have a good time. And I was like, Oh, that's okay. Well, I mean, I'm just throwing out there. Like your laugh is telling me that I think you realize you were being an asshole earlier. Now you know, don't know how to get out of it. So I'm going to give you your pass right now. Just stop doing that. We're all going to forget in 10 minutes and you're good. Or you can keep doing it and we're all going to know the whole time and it's going to become an issue. And so then he kind of quieted down. His girlfriend said something and he said like the, he said the nerd next to me is yelling at me. <laughs> and uh, then like even and then later. Mike in, looks around. I was like, wait, there's a. N- oh, no. <laughs> let's get him. Wait. No. So then uh, later in the show, there's a match with the Lucha Brothers and he starts cheering really loud at that point because he loves the Lucha Brothers. It turns out I also love the Lucha Brothers. Um, so anyway, we're cheer- going to have a coffee date. <laughs> no, so he starts yeah, cheering really yeah. loud and I even like tap. At one point he looked down at me because I wasn't cheering as loud as him and he apologized. I'm sorry. I was like, no, dude. I was like, go nuts. Like, be a good fan. Like, cheer. And so the rest of the show was fine. I find out after the fact my brother uh, found the kid on Twitter and he put up this nerd just yelled at me for making transphobic comments with a picture of me next to him at the event. And... I don't, I truly don't care about it. Like the guy has like 44 followers. Don't, do not care. We got to post this somewhere though. Then it turns out that that <laughs> blew up. You got to find it, Alex. It blew <laughs> the hell up because then he says something and then other people start piling on him like, well, yeah, good. I'm glad the nerd next to you said something. You're being a dick. And he, uh, he was on the wrong side of the fight on that one. And all of a sudden, everyone's just jumping on this poor kid. Well, not poor kid. He was a dick. But Am I the baddie? Jumping on him. And then at one point, a wrestling promotion calls him out saying, I'm glad somebody stopped you. If we ever hear something like that at our events, you're never, you're, you won't be welcome. And then somebody else said something and he just goes, you know what? Yeah, you're banned from our events. <laughs> I found it. I found it. So the kid it. gets banned from their events. <laughs> Look. <laughs> The kid gets banned from their events. And the picture then keeps, of it looks like someone that would. Yeah. And then he keeps talking shit about it. And then the best part was the Young Bucks chime in and also banned him from all AEW events. <laughs> um, and it became like this weird thing that I'm still afraid to like own too much because I'm very fragile and it's just going to pop off on my Twitter now. 
Like people are going to go at me somehow. And I, I just, I don't, I can't do that. I can't, I'm already, I'm terrified. And then just keep asking what they mean. But yeah, I was in the middle of like a real, like a real shit storm on Twitter. And I'm really glad that I come out looking okay. Because like <laughs> the nerd next to me said to be a good person. This is like, because it's like the day one show, wasn't it? Yeah. So you're going to go down to history. And don't, don't think there hasn't been a part of me. It's like, well, if he got banned forever for this, is there a way like maybe I get like tickets forever because yeah. I was the hero in the story? <laughs> Fair is fair. I wouldn't be against it. So, but since you want to be all edge and no point, and came with like a, a pizza slicer, <laughs> and it got like 93 likes, but one person said, go away. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, all in all, very fun event. Uh, Chris Jericho, I was happy to see because Chris Jericho is one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. He's one of the very few I'd never seen wrestle live. Finally got to see that. It was great. Um, at the end of it, there was a really great part where a uh, dude used to wrestle in WWE by the name of Dean Ambrose showed up. It was a surprise, but everyone kind of knew he was going to show it's up. It's like a, a Hot Topic guy, wasn't it? No. No, I know who you're thinking of. This is the... This is the Surprisingly, Stacy knows more about creepy wrestling Creepy Edgelord guy, but he uh, he now wrestles on the name John Moxley, which is what he used to wrestle as back in the day um, when he was on the indie circuit, and he showed up, and it was incredible. It was really great. I'm very excited to see the next one. I'll probably pay for next month's pay-per-view now, which I hadn't intended to. I'm absolutely going to be there day one when they launch on TNT and start watching there. So we'll see how that goes. I feel like this is going to be an entire separate episode now. It was. Dude, we got to put that. We got to retweet that on our Twitter. Yeah. I've, I've almost retweeted it like 20 times. And I'm just like, God damn it. If I, well, because my other fear too is that the internet's really. Guys, I don't know if you've been on it, but the internet's a really bad place. Yeah, it's, I see 3PO boners. And so what bummed <laughs> me out was that that guy, when it first popped off, he had 44 followers. And then the next day I looked and he had 88. Now I don't even know what he's up to. And I'm like, oh, cool. We've given this asshole, like, given him air. But also, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't say no to getting something out of it. Like, if it was like, a, hey, here's a pass to a show. I'd be like, hey, cool. That was worth me getting called names on the internet. I've been yeah. called worse. Yeah. Well, he has 122 right now. Okay. Well, but- the good news is this has been over a week hey, and that's all he's grown. So I feel follow- good about How it. many followers do we have? We hope to have more <laughs> than 122 when this airs. Because my little brother has two thousand followers. When the, it's well, wildly upsetting. That's crazy. Well, when the young bucks are like done, like he's banned, this needs to be an actual story I, where people cannot just throw out transphobic slurs and people just idly not do well, anything about it. And I'm so happy the, you did, Mike. The best part was I got the people behind him because yeah. the people behind him were very similar to him in terms of how they were cheering, but they weren't saying anything terrible. They seemed yeah. like very fine people. Yeah. Um, but they were also very into it and very loud. And the best part was at one point they got on my side 100% because I think they even thought I was being too sensitive about it until he said something about like, well, it's fine if she wants to. First, you got her pronouns, right? Which is great. But he was like, if that's what she wants to do down there, do she gets to take this heat, take the heat like this. And I was like, no, that's not being a good fan. Being a good fan is going like, hey, you suck or doing like a champ. But it's not like going at them on a personal level. Right. And he said it was. And I went, OK, cool. That's awesome. Kong down there. What sticks out about her? And she's a very large black woman. Mm-hmm. And I just went, <laughs> this is where I flex. This is where alcohol fueled my my, my bravery. <laughs> 70 I just, ounces, you I said? looked at him and I go, yell the N-word out at her. And he goes, I'm not going to yell. I was like, no, yell it out at her. And I just kept pointing to so matter of fact, like, yell the N-word. He's like, I'm not going to yell the N-word. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. So you do understand there's limits and that you may have passed it there. So do you think you also could have passed it the last one? And he just like looked at me and then the guys behind him started yelling at him too. It felt great. <laughs> Man, so, please include that the more you know. Like that. Do, 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 yeah. Do. Yeah. Instead, it's just me going, yell the N-word. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> dun, 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 da, 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 da,
And that's the story of Mike at the first ever AEW Double or Nothing event. And the yeah. first social wrestler event. Yeah. Yeah. It was a... Uh, You're wrestling a, fans out there. Super interesting weekend for me. I'm proud of you, Mike. I was I, proud of me, too, until it blew up. Buddy Mike right I was there. like, oh, God. Nah. Ride that wave. Good uh, for you, Mike. Yeah. yeah. Again, uh, if you guys want to give me free tickets, uh, you can very easily find me all, all over the internet. I don't want to get my name out, though, because I'm scared. <laughs> just just look for it. Look for us at three hours just later. Just say something homophobic or transphobic, and if a nerd yells at you, it's probably me. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be very passive-aggressively going like, hey, you know, we can be better, <laughs> sir. <laughs> huh, sir, excuse me, but I feel like your feelings are... Three hours later on Twitter, the number three, HRS underscore later. Sponsor us. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think that We have is eight followers. <laughs> eight followers? Come on, guys. Twitter's hard. Twitter's like, you got to put I, a lot honestly, of content. I don't even use it that much anymore. I used to use it a lot, though. You I guys have funny I, stuff on there. You. I'm not sure I follow us on Twitter. You do, I think. Okay. I think you do. I was like, I, I honestly You're, don't remember. Us three make up the three of yeah. the eight. <laughs> so it's us three, our moms, Prob- Stacy, yeah. and probably my cat. He has a Twitter. Probably my other podcast, Twitter. My cat's also on Instagram. Look for Finstagram. It's not, he's not on. Aww. Oh, now I have to do that now. I hope it's not gone. I know. Shit. <laughs> okay, don't release this for two weeks. <laughs> oh, I can make him one right now. Uh, all right. Then you're going to have to buy it from Alex. <laughs> Uh, so that is it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please leave a review on iTunes. I guess you can on Google now. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, but above all else, just subscribe and share with your friends so we can get more listeners, more fans, more more friends. Um, I need a bigger social platform to get my, my SJW message out there. <laughs> social justice wrestler. Uh, oh, shit. We already... S- <laughs> thought of that. It's so good. Boom. Any anything? Uh, we already said Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. We just started a group as well, where you can show us all your dank memes if you want. Um, it's a little bit more open than what the page is. You could just search for three hours later the group. We might be changing it a little bit to differentiate it, probably. And check out. Yeah. Check out uh, Del Taco. They have Beyond Meat in their tacos now. It's like $3, so dollars though. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Is it like, well, you get like two tacos or is it just like a no, single just, taco? I think it's just a taco for two. Bed, bath, and Beyond. Like, what's the They're Beyond really part? It's not meat. It's yeah, vegetarian the meat part. that tastes like meat. It's really good. It's what Carl's has now. Oh. Turns I've been, out I've been meaning to try it. Vegetarians don't like it because it tastes like meat. <laughs> I support it even more. Uh, dude, I love it. It's really good. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Da 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 da. Uh, Burrito Project. I don't know anything about it. Go check it out and support it. Because that's all I got. (laughs) Oh, and Citra Valley, right? Burrito Project? Yeah. Done. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Is it off yet? It's never going to be off. Social Justice Warrior. That's funny. I still hear it. Mike, what would they do if they put you in the ring? Like...